Welcome to The Mary Morgan Show, where I take you behind the scenes to all things brand, advertising, marketing, and sales, and how I've done business a little bit different without a sales team, without a website, without a big social media following, without ads, and without all the things that you're quote unquote supposed to have. I built my business from $100 to my name in 2018 to 80K, 100K, $130,000 cash collected months over and over again. And we're revolutionizing the industry. So if you want to join us, follow along and I'll see you on the flip side. Okay, so with this re-engagement strategy, how this came to be is there have been so many moments and we've been talking a lot on the podcast and in the group and just in conversations that I've been having with clients and, and in my network as well with people who you know, you've been so focused on marketing and sales in your business, like you'd run a live event, you do this whole thing, and then people just kind of doze off. If you've ever had this happen, let me know in the chat. So like, this is how I used to actually run my business. I would have a live event. Let's say we're in, you know, mid-February right now. So we run a live event. We have people who come to this event. We'll book sales calls, close some of those, and then do another event in a month or a couple months from now. Now, that was like my only strategy for generating new revenue and new sales in the business. What's the issue with this, well, there's a couple of things, right? There's number one, if this doesn't work, that's where business is coming from. And it's a big issue if you have one main way. And this is what's often taught in the industry, like have one key way for people to enter your world and continue the relationship, etc. Now, what I realized is there will come a time when either it doesn't work, you don't want to continue doing it or whatever. And if that breaks, it's a huge, huge deal because that's how you generate clients. And then the second piece to this is like, even if it's even if it's fun and it's generating a lot of stuff, I don't like to have a lot of eggs and uh, eggs in one basket. And then the other side too is like when you just focus on sales and marketing. What happened was I would have people who would come to this event. They would be so nurtured, loved up, etc. Let's say they knew nothing about me. They were at zero. They would come to this event, and let's say they even got to like twenty percent or fifty percent or eighty percent, but they didn't buy. By the time our next event, they went down from even 80 down to then 50, 40, 30, 10, 11. You know what I mean? Well, that one was a little wonky, but anyways, you know what I mean? They're going back down. So this whole process, I realized that there's an issue with this. So I started, this is how the reactivation started. I started between events and between launches, things would die down. And then I'm like, okay, I need to do something from the ground. So I'll try and reactivate people again. And reactivations work really well when you're just doing it in a way where if you have a brand already, like we've been talking a lot about brand and marketing and visibility and all these pieces, like if you're doing all these things, then adding this layer and, you know, like when Erica messaged me yesterday, she was like, I can see so easily now how you're able and, and and how I'm able to hit consistent 80, 100K, et cetera, a month. She's like, I hit this big month and I knew, knowing myself and my past results, I'm going to hit a dip. But given what I just went through, I'm seeing that I can actually stabilize this revenue. So that's what I want to show you right now is like if you're on launching cycling, if you're ups and downs and you're really looking to stabilize your revenue, of course, and that's why I mentioned the brand stuff and all of this, like that is so important to have consistency, but also the reactivation is huge. So I want to know down below, we need to start with three things. So I'm going to give you the strategy, but I want to really tailor this a little bit. So the way that I break this down for anyone is like, what is the intention? So am I trying to sell something? Am I trying to 
you know, reactivate a dead email list? Am I trying to reactivate a dead Facebook group? Do I have a lot of past clients? So even if you have 5, 10, 20, 15 past clients and they were amazing and if there was a way, I don't know how it would work, but if there's a way that they could come back into my world and buy my new stuff, like that would be amazing. So what is your intention? So drop that down below. And if you're listening to the podcast, just think about this for a second. Okay, I'll wait, I'll wait a few minutes for you guys to pop that in. And then the other piece is like, is your audience for that specific offer or re-engagement or whatever it is, are they cold, warm, or hot? How I identify this is someone who's cold to me, like just found me or has no idea about me or no relationship to me. Um, maybe they see me in passing like in a relationship sense. This would be like an acquaintance. Uh, warm is someone who I actually have a pretty good connection with. Like I know them, I like them, I trust them. This might be that friend of yours that you see every couple months, every couple years, but it's just like you connect and it's incredible and you pick up where you left off of. Okay. And then hot would be like, we're on fire. We can, any conversation and every conversation is, is, is game. Like we can, we can do, we can have fun with it. So that's the biggest piece, right? So are they cold, warm, or hot? Yeah. So you want to think about what's my intention. So do I want to be selling something? Do I want to focus on re-engage the group? Just put it in the chat, re-engage group, sell new offer. Um, I have a lot of past clients that I want to bring back into my space. Like just think about this for a moment and then think about the people who I want to do this with. Are they cold, warm, or hot? Some people are like, I want to warm up my group. I want to, you know, plant seeds, nurture, and then harvest them. And then some other people are like, oh, I've got like a pretty warm, hot audience and I know I can reactivate. If you're warm, hot, and you're selling something, this is one of the easiest things to do, whether it's past clients or like future clients, but they're warm or hot. Okay, so let's talk about it. Let's first talk about if you want to re-engage a group, email list, etc. So one of the biggest things that I've noticed is a lot of people treat their list or treat their audience like this mass big group. And people feel like just not connected, especially nowadays. People have invested so much in coaching, mentorship, services, professional businesses, um, people who have gone into network marketing, like all these industries, and a lot of people have been burned. So a big piece to this is trust, but also connection. We've talked a lot about connection. So one thing I would consider is like, when I'm emailing my list, and we're actually revamping this process for ourselves as well. We want to have a lot more connection. So instead of a mass email, like, what are you more likely to respond to? Hey, you know, Walmart is having a buy one, get one 50% off sale. Or if I reached out to you and I was like, hey, Tina, I was curious. I know in our last training Thursday, you mentioned this, this, this. I have a question about that. Are you going to respond? Probably, right? So when it's more personalized, you're more likely to respond. So one thing we want to think about is how can we have scalable intimacy where it feels really intimate, but we're speaking to people at scale, especially if you have bigger audiences. This is so important. So you can see now that even though we're on training Thursday, I'm looking at Tina's message. I'm looking at Marita's. I'm looking at Raquel. Um, I'm going through the thread. I'm like responding to you guys. I'm pulling from what you're saying. So there's a little bit of that intimacy and that tailorization where it's not just me speaking to a screen going, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Number one, number two, number three, right? So one of my favorite ways to do this is personalized love notes. So there are times in your business 
And I've done this mistake over and over, and I see this with clients, where you get to a size and you're like, well, I can't send personal love notes. I can't send personalized messages. I can't reach out to people. Like that just sounds frantic, horrible, etc. So one thing that I think about is like, there are some people that you want to re-engage. Like I said, it could be past clients. It could be um, network people, etc. When you're in a one-to-one relationship, it will take you so much farther than a mass relationship. Like you can have 10,000 people on your email list, or you can have 50 people on your email list. And sometimes, especially if it's quality, like really good, good connections that are on there, sometimes the list of 50 people can actually be a lot stronger than having 10,000 or so plus, right? Okay, so consider that. So when I think about personalized love notes, what I mean by this is like, let's say I reach out to Marita and I'm like, uh, hey, gorgeous, I know you were at our past training. We're actually holding something that's happening in the next coming up weeks. And I know in our conversation, when you mentioned this, 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 I wanted to reach out because I feel like this would be helpful. Let me know if it would. Anything that's personalized, again, it doesn't feel mass. Um, if we're sending emails, same thing. Just high, high value. Like these trainings alone, I could totally sell and I, and I could totally um, even like run them as individualized masterclasses that are paid that are a couple hundred dollars, some even like a couple thousand dollars, bundle these, like I could do all that. But why I have these free long form pieces of content is it also just builds so much connection. And also people come to this, have amazing results, like their businesses actually change from this free work and they share it with others. Like that network just grows and grows and grows. So how can we sell personalized and or scalable intimacy love notes. So this can also be engaging on people's social media. So I'm connected with a lot of you guys on Instagram, some of you now on TikTok. We just launched our TikToks. If you're not connected, go follow Mary Maureen Coaching. Um, So connect, you know, connected there, connected on the podcast. Like there are different ways that we can be connected. And it's also like, how do I engage with you? But here's the thing. We want to engage and connect with people, not from a place of like, I'm connecting with you so that I re-engage you into my network. Like that just feels so off and we don't want to create this industry where it's this place of like, everything is just fake, everything is surface and you feel it. What I desire is us to come together and be like, I'm sharing Marita's post because that was freaking phenomenal and people need to hear this. And then I share it and you're like, hey, thank you so much for sharing that. And we connect. And then I guest on your podcast and then you come to something else. And then this relationship is so blossomed and nurtured. So this is a really, really core piece. Okay. So re-engaging people who have been warm in the past, but aren't now. I love engaging on social. I love sending personalized notes and messages. Sometimes it's to a training. Sometimes it's just because I freaking love the person and I'm like, hey, I just saw this thing that you posted and I just want to share, blah, blah, blah. And I'm voice noting this myself and people are like, I can't believe that you personally would reach out to me. Like, thank you. This is incredible. And then sometimes it's like a back and forth conversation that we'll hold as well. Okay. So number one, pop into the chat, re-engaging with personal, personalized love notes. Um, two, scalable intimacy three, engaging on social media. So this is, again, re-engaging in this kind of way. I'm going to also add number four, quality content. So for instance, this group that we're in right now, for the longest time, I actually didn't do much with it. And I was just like, so I have this group and I post stuff in it. 
I don't know. And then I started, I used to do a training that would be a weekly show and it was like popping. And I was like, how fun would that be to bring that back? And I did. And people were like, this is amazing. It's incredible to launch something like this on the back end of something that you do that's incredible. Let's say you do a phenomenal workshop. People are absolutely loving it. Momentum with that continuation is incredible, right? The law of what's in motion stays in motion. So it's continuing that cycle of motion in this way. This is what this is exactly what um, Erica did. And when she had this big month last month, she was like, that was really her first um, time doing this work. And we were in the circle together and she was sharing her offer. She created a new offer that was $20,000 and she's never sold without a sales call and then closed 80K without sales calls. Like incredible, amazing. Now that's one piece and that's engaging. When we're talking about re-engaging, now we're looking at people who are already in your network. There's a stat that I read that was like 3% of your audience are ready to buy at any given moment. So if you think about 3% of your audience, what is that to you right now? If you have a 1,000 people on your list, if you have 100 people on your list, you know, if you have 500,000 people on your list, like what does 3% look like? That could be three people, 30 people, 50 people. What does it look like? Drop it down below. Now, what she did was, (laughs) it's funny. She was like, some people who I did this re-engagement stuff, I totally thought they were a lower ticket kind of a person. Like they wouldn't invest in this, this, this. And she's like, I just sent out a 60 something thousand dollar proposal to this person. Like this is actually nuts. This is crazy that this is happening. So with your re-engagement strategy, an example of how I would do this is in three waves. So we're currently launching something at the end of this month. And I'm so excited. It's going to be VIP spots and opportunities where a lot of coaching work that I do in mentorship that's private is typically long-term, like minimum three months. Typically, most people will do 12, et cetera. And I wanted to open up a couple spots that are like a one-day thing, a two-hour intensive, a week or two in Voxer, just like sprints because I know the magic. Like I had a client who did this with me last year. She did a single day in Voxer and she was like, this one day, Mary was worth more to me than six months of private coaching with another mentor where we had weekly calls and we had all this stuff. Like that is how deep we go in this work. And I have such, like, I don't know if it's, it's, it's all of it. It's the energetic, it's the strategy, it's the mindset, it's how I bring it all together in a, in a really quick and concise conversation that we can hold back and forth and we move mountains in minutes. So what's so key about this is I was like, okay, I'm going to launch this thing. Maybe we'll launch it first week of March or something along those lines, but we're going to launch it, number one, first to current clients, second to people who I feel like would be a good fit, whether past clients or people who are just connected with me and I just, I love, I think they would be phenomenal in this, and then we'll do a public launch. So let's say I opened up five spots for this. Then I'm going to tell my clients, hey, this is what's happening. Usually VIP days and this, this, this will pro, you know, are this cost and They look like this. Most of my clients know that. Um, But I'm opening up these spots. Some are in person, some are virtual. Let me know if you want one and I'll hook you up. Okay. Um, And then for ideal clients as well, ideal or dream clients for this, what I'm then thinking is like, who am I hand selecting to personally invite and give this opportunity? And then from there, then it's just public. So at that point when it's public, I might actually only have one spot or two spots or whatever it is because I gave an advancement uh, placement for people who are currently in my space. So 
this three-wave process is phenomenal because in each of these, typically, if I, I'm personally, re- usually it's me that will reach out or sometimes it's my team members that will do this. But what I love doing is I'll send a personalized voice memo to each person. And if I'm doing these three waves of current clients and then these dream clients and then public, you can literally fill spots like this. Like it is the simplest thing on the planet. Now, what you want to keep in mind about this process too, and I I hear this a lot in the industry, is like, oh, but I don't want to reach out to people. Like, I don't want back and forth conversations. I don't want this, this, this. And of course, like, I'm a big, uh, you know, thought leader in this in this way as well. Where I'm like, no, I don't want to do that as well. But here's the thing: when it's how you think about it, and it's the approach. It's like if I'm gonna say DM twenty to hundred people per day so that you land clients, there is an icky, sticky, just gross feeling about that. Can we all agree? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel great. But if you're like, I get to hand select people, it could be five people, it could be ten, it could be twenty, whatever. Over the course of the next three days that I'm gonna personally reach out to and invite into this opportunity. Like, honestly, that is the most fun thing to me. Like, I'm just like, ah, this is so exciting. Can you see the difference in this though? It's like, number one, we're not mass messaging people. Number two, we're hand selecting these individuals. Like, I will literally look at a sheet of 200 names and pick two people that I'm actually reaching out to. It's potency. It's powerfulness. It's sharp and direct versus mass. That's what I really want you to pick and tick from um, this re-engagement strategy, especially for paid offers. For free, it's all about that scalable intimacy, right? Because you have lots of people on your email list. Of course, you might have 30 to 50 people you want to hand select and then personally reach out and just say, hey, I know you've been in my network for a while. We're doing this amazing thing. Let me know if you want to be a part of it. So that's something I might do. Like if I have a list of 10,000 people, you know off the top of your mind people who are responding to, to you connecting with you like there's just a certain vibe about this individual or person like that's who I would reach out to I'm not reaching out to 30,000 people <laughs> not that mad okay so clients ideal public that works phenomenally and I've seen so many clients who've had clients that had been in $100 offers, $500,000 offers, all sorts, who will then invite them into multiple thousand dollar offers, whatever. Like price ranges for this are really irrelevant. But if I'm hand selecting people, it's typically not going to be something that's like a couple hundred dollars. It's usually something that's like a few thousand dollars. And I've really sat with this work and been like, who would actually be a good fit for this in close proximity to me that I've connected with? Do you see how the equation is completely different? Like mass mass DMs, mass outreach, get people into my world. That feels cheap. That feels like you're cheapening your work and what you do. But when it's like, who would, who do I want to hand select that I want in this space with me? Who's been phenomenal? It's like, it just feels so uh, elite. It feels so upgrading. Like it just feels so good. So that's how we run for, for paid offers. So you'll see me do this as well for our uh, VIP stuff coming out um, and people who are hand-selected there. Even if you have five to 10 past clients, depending on your industry, you're, you're going to want to, you know, change this up slightly. So for some of you who are in, I know Christine just logged on and I would definitely, Christine, listen to what I said earlier in this conversation, super, super valuable for you. For those of you who are reactivating past clients, I know, Christine, you're in the wedding industry. So it's like people have already had their wedding. Like, 
how do I reactivate those people? So one thing that you can think about is like having something that's the next step. So maybe you connect them to something and then you have an affiliate partnership, whether it's honeymoon packages or whatever, like you want to think about what's that next step for couples that you can also be a part of, okay? If that feels good. But when you're saying there's a lot of people that are warm and hot in your audience, I'm like, why is there no, there should be more daily conversions or more sales that are happening is what I would start looking at is like, why do we have a lot of people that are warm, but they're not leaping, they're not taking that next step? So that's something to look into, okay? Um, If we want to reactivate people who have been in our space for a while, so for instance, we have tons of past clients who, if we want to re-engage them, something that I love to do is like 2023 trend predictions and things that are happening in our world. If you're someone who's an expert teaching experts, that's another really awesome thing that you can do. So for instance, you can do something along the lines of... um, here's some big trends that I'm seeing. Here's what's actually happening in our world right now and like how we're working with our clients on these things. So for instance, if you're like TikTok has been huge, like one of our clients made 900K with TikTok, this other person, this is what then happened. And this is what happened with this person. So TikTok's huge. And I wanted to share with you guys because I know your past clients, you've been in my space and I haven't really focused as much on TikTok. I want to share that this year we're going deep into this stuff. And I want you to be really exposed into this process. So if you want to be a part of it um, after we hop off this session, et cetera, like you can then move into here's how we do this work together. And if for you, everyone is aligned with different ways and processes when it comes to um, the sales strategy. So for instance, for me, a lot of times I like to invite and sell at the beginning of a call versus at the end of the call. Sometimes. It depends on what I'm offering as well. The other thing is like, um, if I'm doing like a heavy invitation, like there's a lot of stuff, I will let you know. I'll say something like, I'm going to share a bit of what's happening in my space, like trend predictions. And then after I'm going to talk about ways that we're doing this in our space. So if you want to continue this work and work together, there'll be opportunities as well. It's just, you know, when people say, how do I sell without coming across like I'm selling? It's like, but you're selling. So why, like, why hide that? You know what I mean? So What I do though is I publicly or privately, depending on how I'm launching something, will actually say on this session or on this call, I'm also going to be talking about working together. Okay. Um, the other favorite one of mine is mailing out gifts. I love, love, love doing this. I mail out gifts all the time to our clients, to past clients, to friends. Like it's just so fun for me. And being someone who, worked in fashion and retail and did some stuff in events. Like I just love the tangibility and the physical aspect of receiving something in the mail. Like even when I buy an Amazon package, I'm like, yay, but I bought it for myself. So mailing out gifts is also super, super fun. Um, Again, you can do this with past clients where you're engaging in a conversation with them, or it could just be, hey, Sarah, happy birthday, you know, I was thinking about you. That could be one of your love notes, like we were talking about earlier, that you just send out, or, um, you know, a way just to engage people. So, yeah, Christine says I send out gifts to new and past clients as well. Yes, amazing. So for you, Christine, it's looking at like after someone plans their wedding, what's the next thing? Like, are there baby showers that you plan? Are there other events that you plan? How can we continue getting people back into our world? Um. If it's not those things, like it's really just looking at how can this be something that's 
not necessarily seasonal. Like, yes, there's an element of seasonality, obviously, in your industry, but if there's ways where we can add levels of non-seasonality, what's so important for you guys to all recognize is it is so much easier to keep someone than to find a new person. The other thing is like, even if they were a past person and you you haven't quote unquote kept them, like I have lots of clients who are like, I feel fully complete. This is so good. Thank you. Like, great. That means my work is done. I've done a good job and they feel complete. But oftentimes our paths, paths will cross again in the future. So what I really enjoy is looking at ways that we can continue that connection. Again, energetics is everything. It's like, how are we connecting not from a place of like, I want to keep you in my space, but more of like, an, of course, that's incredible. Like, let's keep connecting. I tell my clients, like, keep me up to date with your wins and things that are just happening in your world. And a lot of times they actually will because I know everything about them, their lives, their businesses, all of it. Like their partners, date of birth, like just literally random information because we just have such a close and intimate relationship. So they end up like, even I had a client who three years ago, she worked with me and then now just messaged saying, oh my gosh, it's all, it's all coming full circle. Like the compound effect, everything, like it's all landed. And I just want to share all the wins that have been happening the past couple of years with you. So it's so incredible to have that. So whether you're re-engaging people into offers that you have that are new and you want to upgrade people who are past clients um, or you want to reactivate your email list, Facebook group, et cetera, test these out. Let me know how you go. I'm just going to check out this chat as well here. Um, yeah, I want to re-engage my group and also sell some of my one-on-one. So when you're re-engaging your group, you want to really focus on, again, scalable intimacy, but also when you're re-engaging like the individuals matter. Like a lot of us focus, especially in this industry, so much on numbers, numbers, numbers. Oh, I got my group to 100,000 people. Oh, I got my group to this, this, this. Like I am telling you, it is so much better to have a smaller intimate group where people are so connected than having a massive chunk of people that are just randomly there and then no one's engaging and you're trying to resurrect the dead over and over. So when we think about this and re-engaging our group, it's intimacy, connecting and individualizing little messages and love notes that we can send out. Like I said, you're not sending hundreds of things per day. You might be sending like a message or two. Like it's it's very, very targeted and specific. And this is how this works so well. Because when I think about this, it's like people will engage like small little numbers. And then what happens is you sent out five, 10 little messages and then five of the 10 end up calling you up and then getting into private work with you. And then that ends up being 150K in revenue from 10 messages. I think that's a sweet deal. Like that's how this process works versus when we mass message, when everything is so open and, and, and people just don't engage, people ghost, they don't respond, they come up with excuses, like there's just no connection. So this is why this is so, so huge. Um, Christine says, on the wedding planning side, I keep it to only 10 to 15 couples so that everyone gets a super personalized attention. So yeah, I love that. So for you, it's looking at like, if I'm getting, like, what's the goal? Do I want to build a multi-million dollar business? Do I want to build a six-figure business? Because you can take 10 to 15 couples and then you're like, shoot, that's nowhere near my goal. Then we need to have another strategy that really complements this. Whether it's past clients, whether it's things you can do in the background, like whatever it is where you can scale this up. And that's why when I work with my clients, I look at their actual vision. Like, do you want to be, you know, just like you said, you want 10 to 15 couples but then let's say you then hit like 200K per year. Well, then you actually wanted to make seven figures per year and there's a gap or there's a 
disconnect, but you're like, I don't want to work more hours. So that's when we start to do the work of like, how can we create some scalability, whether it's on this side of the business or this side of the business, so that you're still hitting seven figures, you're still working with 10 to, you know, 12 different couples, and then you have other things that are happening for you. If this feels good, you want to work more closely, I have some opportunities that opened up that I'm so excited about. So just message me. I'm a message away. My team's in my inbox at any point in time. Sending you so much love, and I will see you on the flip side. Bye.